Welcome to Total Sustainability in Progress. Uh, this is the podcast for organizations committed to a more sustainable future, put on by Intertech. Uh, today, our topic will be sustainability and enterprise security with our guest, Charlie Clark, who is the Program Manager for Information Technology, Data Security, Risk, and Custom Solution Services for Intertech Business Assurance Group in the Americas. Charlie, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Seth, and thank you uh, for asking me to join this. I, I think it's a great topic. For sure. So uh, to kick it off, uh, let's talk about you. So what is your experience in the industry, and what do you do with Intertech? Well, it's um, I, I have a few uh, responsibilities, areas of responsibility, so it always keeps it fresh and exciting. Uh, I've been in the certification body world for almost 20 years, uh, the last five of those with Intertech. And uh, I come out of industry where I have a, a, a broad and vast array of business experiences to include telecommunications, manufacturing, automotive, medical devices, etc. And in many of those, uh, I was responsible for data and connectivity with customers for special projects and some of the networking and uh, infrastructure components within those roles. Great. So uh, to get in, uh, how does enterprise security affect an organization's sustainability? Well, I, you know, sustainability is still a relatively new term, but uh, I think the uh, the market and certainly the globe is awakening to the importance of sustainability from a perspective of enterprise security let's talk about what components or what maybe best practices a sustainable enterprise security system would include for example a sustainable organization would understand the importance of the effective management of intellectual property assets and the impact it has on their business. Or as another example, uh, a sustainable organization has a responsibility to ensure that personal data for their employees and uh, their the business is a steward of that personal data. So they're taking appropriate measures to safeguard personally identifiable information. Couple more examples, perhaps. Uh, a sustainable organization is in a continual state of preparedness for effective response to incidents. In the event of an incident, communications with key stakeholders would take place for the organization's ability to effectively manage a security incident within the business. Employees, another example. Employees are a key partner in helping a business to ensure they remain protected from cyber threats. In order for partnership to be effective, employees need training, retraining, and visual reminders of cybersecurity risks and how their responsibilities can help protect the business as well. A sustainable enterprise security organization has processes in place and it identifies high-value assets within the facility, those that are critical to its business operations. These assets are identified and managed via additional control programs, 
and ensure their continual availability and protection to support the sustainable ongoing business organization. Uh, there's so many more I can talk about, but let me just end with this one. Uh, a sustainable enterprise security organization looks beyond its own direct activities to take a leadership role in ensuring security throughout its entire supply chain. Risk assessment activities are included and demonstrate leadership in supporting and communicating sustainability in data security plans, both upstream and downstream within the business partnership. So I feel like I might just keep going and going, but is is that addressing your question? For sure. For sure. So with that in mind, how can an organization improve its enterprise security, uh, maybe using some of the examples that you were talking about? Well, sure. Yeah, that, that's a great question, Seth. So I think the way one would do that in uh, in the best practical sense is using the very familiar Plan, Do, Check, Act. So planning the business and planning for sustainability around enterprise security, you implement your controls, and then you periodically check, reassess, reconsider where the organization is, and then take actions to improve and perpetuate the improvement cycle. So in practical terms, let me answer your question. So improving the enterprise security, I think a great place to start is in evaluating risks and opportunities and mitigating those risks and enhancing those opportunities, taking a look to see where are there threats to the business. And these threats to be considered in a sustainable organization around enterprise security are not always and limited to only digital threats, but they can be tangible threats. For example, documentation or access to a facility, etc. So sustainable organizations understand the need around authorized access for electronic data, as well as physical premises. And there are controls that are in place and can be enhanced to prevent and mitigate those kind of risks. So we've all probably seen the swipe card access to get into a door. A great example of that is uh, what we call tailgating. Somebody swipes the card and the person behind them wants to walk in behind them. So uh, a mitigate a mitigation of that risk would be the uh, one one entry per swipe rule so that part of your protecting the facility is making sure that door closes behind you and that the next person actually swipes in to ensure they have authorization. Another example would be policies and processes that are in place and the review and updating of those policies and processes from time to time. And then again, back to the risks, those risks need to be tested. Oftentimes, security, enterprise security requires the testing and penetration of vulnerabilities, looking to see how those tests fare against what we expected the outcomes to be. And again, back to the idea of mitigation and correction, taking action when the responses were not what we had hoped or desired, 
and addressing and improving the types of security, both network, infrastructure, as well as physical asset. Lastly, improvement is always about the business. The goal of the business in a sustainable view is having a well-defined response plan in the event of an incident, whether that be a breach, whether that be a near miss, whether that be a problem or uh, weakness that is identified. Taking the actions to create a more robust and well-defined and communicated business plan. So which industries are most at risk uh, with regards to enterprise security? That's a great question, Seth. So, you know, when we think about risks, um, particularly in this world of, of networking and globalization, I, I almost have to tease a little bit. Uh, perhaps it would be easier to mention companies that wouldn't have risk when it comes to enterprise security. And I might throw out uh, paper-based systems or a uh, single-person garage-based company using a computer that isn't networked to anything or, you know, uh, I, I think you get the point I'm trying to make. In today's world, you know, our cell technology, our, our networking, our IT infrastructure, everything is so connected. Our connectedness really is not limited to any one industry or uh, purview. It really transcends any and all industries. I think perhaps the way to look at this in terms of risk or most at risk, I guess we'd have to say the value proposition. Looking at the service, the industry, the entity, the product, the service, the end result that's being provided. So I think of uh, if we talk about value proposition, I, I think of banking or I think of personal information or personal need in terms of uh, perhaps law firms or uh, educational institutions or or um, anything to do with finance, anything to do with with commerce. Um, you know, business today is is so reliant. Uh, there's a myriad of digital devices and technologies. And without these tools, our businesses would grind to a halt. So I, I think in summary, the sustainable organization understands, mitigates risks, threats, vulnerabilities, and enhances and improves within the digital age of technology, devices, and media. It really isn't limited to just one industry or group. And I'm sorry to keep going on and on, but it's important for that highlight and that emphasis. For sure. Uh, so Intertech launched uh, a whole series of sustainability standards recently, uh, one of which is the Enterprise Security Standard. So how does that standard relate to other accredited IT security and continuity standards, for example? Well, I'll tell you, um, that's a great question again, and, and um, I, I think the, the, the way to address or answer that is to say that, uh, you know, back in the early 2000s, I think the Internet or, or the World Wide Web as a new entity was, was kind of like the Wild West. 
and uh and and I was privileged to kind of watch the emergence of this in the uh, uh early 90s and uh 2000s and and what's happened is in the absence and in the vacuum there's been so many um derivative groups and um control organizations within industries around networking and commerce and information uh I'll use an example of now, back in that time frame that I'm describing when things were new, uh, electronic data inter- interface or interchange was taking place. And that was big within the automotive industry, and it was used for communicating schedules and forecasts for needs of products, as well as uh, advanced shipping notices and evidence that product was on its way to someone's shipping dock. All that to say, here we are now approaching 2020, and and we have almost an alphabet soup out there of acronyms and requirements and standards. And and let me just go through a couple to address your question, because your question is a great one. How did Intertech derive what our sustainability program is drawing upon. So we drew on many inputs for accredited and unaccredited industry best practices. And I'll I'll go through some of them. Uh, Some of them are ISO-based, international standards organization-based, and I'll give you some examples there. So uh, 27001, which is information security, ties right into enterprise security. Uh, along that line, there are others like 27035, and that's a standard around security incident management. There's also a sister standard to that, 27036, which is securing supplier relationships. ISO 28000 is supplier security system requirements. 29100, another ISO standard, is information technology, security techniques, and privacy framework. So those are international and accredited standards. Let's talk about some other best practices, just so you can see uh, the breadth of which we've considered for our development. Uh, one is the Center for Internet Critical Security Controls for Effective Cybersecurity. Uh, great resource there. Um, another is the COBIT-5. Now, maybe not all of our listeners are going to know some of these terms, so let me give you a little more backdrop here. Uh, COBIT-5 is the only business framework for the governance and management of enterprise IT. Now, COBIT, many people may not know, COBIT was originally derived as an acronym from Control Objectives for Information and Related Technology. So we've shortened that now. It's now just COBIT, but it uh, originally had a a much longer uh, uh, reference of where that term came from. Uh, Another example for the uh, uh, Center for Internet Security CSC4, and the CSC series stands for the Critical Security Controls. So CSC4 is Continuous Vulnerability Assessment 
and remediation. We've also considered CSCs 1 and 17. 1 is the inventory of authorized and unauthorized devices, as well as CSC or Critical Security Control 17, which is security skills assessment and appropriate training to fill gaps. We have a couple of IEC standards and an NIST standard. Let me start with that one. The NIST SP 800-53 is a standard used by federal agencies to implement FISMA. And FISMA stands for Federal Information Security Management Act. And it's a management tool and other programs uh, fit into that pro and, and protect information and promote information security. And then the IEC standards I mentioned, I'll end here. Uh, there's a couple of them. The first one is Part 2-1 under the IEC 62443. And that's the Industrial Communication Networks, Part 2-1, is establishing an industrial automation and control system security program. And then we have 62443-3-3, which is Part 3. And again, same intro here, Industrial Communication Networks. And its focus here is on network and system security requirements and security levels. So when I when I mentioned that there was a lot of governance and requirement references out there, um, the list could go on and on and on. And the the speed of improvement and new technology means that there are more and more offerings and automation coming just about every week. So uh, we've gone through them all and derived uh, what we thought were the best practices. And that's really what informs and brings us to um, our sustainability offering enterprise security. I hope I answered your question, Seth. Uh, for sure. There does appear to be a, quite a laundry list, so there's a lot of breadth in, um, yes. in uh, the offering here. Um, thank you, Charlie, for your time. Well, it's been my pleasure. It's always a pleasure to uh, talk about the good things we're doing here at Intertech. Thanks, Seth. For sure. And uh, thank you for listening to Total Sustainability in Progress. If you would like to learn more about Intertech sustainability, please visit us at intertech.com slash sustainability. And also, please feel free to follow us on our social media channels on LinkedIn and Twitter, uh, as well as uh, Intertech's channels on Facebook and YouTube and any others. Um, also, please subscribe. Uh, any subscription helps and uh, rate us when you can. Thanks.